on Church and State, our take on the local elections. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. And I am your host, once again, your favorite far-right shock jock and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. Before we begin, I need, uh, I need like, important music. Where's the... I don't have anything like that. Okay. I need to get something like that. Hey, we need to put out an APB on a missing co-host. That's right. Where is Gabe Blomgren? Has anybody seen him? It's like the Where's Waldo episode. I don't know where he is. He's somewhere, somewhere in Spokane. He's not sitting next to me. So call in, actually write us, Church of State 1776 at proton.me. Let us know if you've seen Gabe Blomgren. He's missing. We're not sure what's going on. Maybe he took a new job. I wonder what it would be. Probably join the Navy. That's for you, Pat. <laughs> anyway, go to churchesday.media. If you forgot what my co-host looks like, he's right there, right there in the front picture. That's what he looks like. Oh, we should add that to the APB. So we got a, a, a re- recent-ish picture of him. He's gotten a little older looking than that recently. He's getting, the, he's getting the crows. I like it when he's not here. I can make fun of him as much as I want. Look at him right there wearing that Canadian tuxedo. Looks solid on him. Anyway, download the shows, uh, especially this one, because you're going to want to share this because we're going to give you our take on who you should vote for. Also, we are fundraising. Once again, we need money. So head on over to the page and donate some of your hard-earned cash so that we can stay on the American Christian Network because we like being here. And I think you like us being here because we are uh, a different show, as it were. You're definitely not, when you listen to this show, like, I know ACN, it's the American Christian Network, so you're going to get a lot of sermons, right? And, and then there's this one, just sprinkled in the mix. Like, whoa, what are those guys talking about? Yep, that's what you're going to get with us. So if you like having us on, you got to pony up. Uh, you can do so also just by taking advantage of some of our affiliates. And let me do the grilled cheese and the s'mores. I'm kind of hungry right now, and those look good. Gosh, the other day, oh my gosh, I had a great moment, okay? My kids all decided they wanted grilled cheese, and dad decided to just do it on on the, the oven, right? I've got a gas oven, and so I've got that nice skillet there in the center. And so I'm grilling them up, and I get all three kids, you know, and it's nice, you know, I get a lot of butter. Did you know you could put mayonnaise on it? Did you know you can make grilled cheese with mayonnaise? Yes, you can. I've done it. Try it. Okay, I read about this and I had to try it. it. It works. Sounds weird. It works. Okay, but this time I just did butter. Anyway, so I get all three kids done. And then they got to have a cut. You know, one of them wants to cut diagonally. One of them cuts center. You know, it's just whatever. And then I, I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry too. So I'm going to make a grilled cheese sandwich. So I'm, I get it and I make it. And I got the one side all browned up. And I take the spatula and I go to hit it. 
and it pops up and flies and slides right down behind the oven. <laughs> like seriously, uh, I guess I'm not that hungry. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. You know what? If I had just done it in the toaster with one of these handy devices, I, I wouldn't have had that issue. I could have just toasted it up in the toaster. It would have been fine. Yeah, so if you don't want to throw grilled cheese sandwiches behind your oven like I did, buy one of these handy things and you can make your kids grilled cheese sandwiches without the risk of having a spatula accident. All right, last but not least, Church of State 1776 at Proton.me. Write us and please tell us where Gabe is. We're looking for him. Okay, elections. These are important. You know how much I love elections. You know, for me, this is like Super Bowl. I don't care about the football games, but I do care about who's getting elected. Why? Because I cherish our republic. So we've got to get engaged and we've got to be educated on this because we certainly don't want to become these type of people. Democracy basically means government by the people, of the people, for the people. But the people are retarded. <laughs> you don't want to be the retarded people that are voting for democracy because guess what? We're not a democracy. All right. You know, that's one of my trigger words. I despise that. So I'm going to try to take some time. I'm not going to get through everybody. Okay. But I'm going to try to get through a lot of these people that we should be invested in, people that we should vote for. And so I'm going to start right off the bat with Lisa Brown versus Nadine Woodward. And this is an interesting race for me um, because obviously Lisa Brown is a communist leftist tool. She is a socialist. Uh, she's, she pals around with criminals. This is not someone that anyone should vote for. I can't believe she's even a candidate in Spokane. Like, is that how far our once fine city has, has gone to that where this is actually a viable candidate? <coughs> but then again, We've got the newscaster. And fans of Church and State know that I am not likely to vote for somebody like this. Now, I don't live in the city, so I can't vote for her anyway. But this is a woman who shut down our economy during COVID-19. This is a woman who showed up to a Christian worship service, and after there was some controversy surrounding it, she wrote one of the worst rebuttals I've ever seen. This is not the strong type of mayor that I desire. Someone who's bold. I'd like to sit down with her. I'd like to talk with her, have her fire most of her staff. But honestly, my vote means something to me. And I've talked about this a lot on these, on these shows, but that is my stamp of approval. I am saying that I am behind this person. And so because of that, I can't endorse her. I'm not going to tell you not to vote for Nadine Woodward. That's ultimately up to you. But I will say this. If I lived in Spokane City, I'd ride in Tim Archer. That would be my move. Choice is yours on that one. Moving on from there, we've got Betsy Wilkerson versus Kim Please. Betsy Wilkerson is the radical leftist BLM, uh, and, and honestly, not all that intelligent. 
we went after uh, we went after them recently on the city council when they actually went against Mayor Nadine Woodward and really came against religious liberty. And her comments, well, they were lacking, lacking in a lot of things. But it proved to me, without a shadow of a doubt, that this is someone I could never, ever support. On the other hand, we have Kim Please. Now, she's ran a few times before for other positions. And uh, she's Republican. I don't say conservative. She's Republican. Um, If I was living in Spokane and could vote in this election, I probably would mark my ballot for Kim Please. So I, I'm not going to recommend, I don't know enough. I've never sat down with this woman before in my life, but, uh, I can't necessarily recommend, but I would probably vote for her if I was living in Spokane. Moving from there, we've got Michael Cathcart versus Lindsay Shaw. Lindsay Shaw, once again, your typical leftist. This is not somebody that uh, we should even look at as someone that could, uh, could represent our once fine city once again. And Michael Cathcart. Now, look, I know Michael Cathcart. And Michael Cathcart and I have disagreed on some things. I'll tell you this. He's a very intelligent guy. And some of his, uh, some of his statements that he's made, he's one that thinks outside of the box. And he has stuck it to the very liberal Spokane City Council a number of times, many times that I've witnessed myself. And so I would recommend Michael Cathcart for Spokane County District Number 1, uh, council position number one. From there, we've got uh, this is one of my favorite races: Paul Dillon versus Katie Randall Trailer Trailer. Not sure how her name is pronounced, but I will say this: Paul Dillon. Look, you know me. You know how active I've been uh, standing up against abortion. Do you know that any time that there's a uh, uh, TCAP event? Church of Planned Parenthood events that I'm out there. Okay, abortion is the greatest sin in America at this current time. And Paul Dillon worked for Planned Parenthood. Okay, Paul Dillon, I've been on the street corners in opposition against Paul Dillon. I've had him play. He set up. He set out a, a, a radio with loudspeakers and played nasty, disgusting music while we were out there worshiping Jesus. This guy is evil to his core, and so I don't even know much about his opponent, but I'm recommending her. Vote for this woman. Make sure that this guy doesn't get anywhere near the city council, because that will ensure Planned Parenthood. Look, when I spoke out against. Um, the city council, when they were trying to come against TCAP, I think it was like four of the city council people actually had taken money from Planned Parenthood. So by all rights, they actually should have had to recuse themselves because they had some skin in the game. They refused to do so. But you put Paul Dillon in there, Planned Parenthood is going to own Spokane. Moving from there, we got uh, position number one for Spokane District number three, Kitty Klitsky. Sounds like a made-up name. And Earl Moore, who is, uh, is a woman, uh, the name Earl. I know a lot of people are like, no, that's a, that's a guy. No. Uh, Earl Moore has been a uh, Republican for a very long time. She's been part of the, uh, the establishment for quite some time. She's friends with Kathy McMorris Rogers. Um, my wife actually knows her from her time at Deaconess. Uh, but uh, I'm going to say she's definitely the better candidate out of the two. Uh, this kitty woman is uh, quite liberal. 
and uh, she's part of the Labor Council, worked for Senator Andy Billig, uh, Councilmember Karen Stratton, Councilmember Candace Mum. Or those are the endorsements. It tells you enough. If you've got those kind of endorsements, that's not somebody you're going to want in the city council. All right. And now we come to one of my favorite cities, Spokane Valley City Council races. Hey, I know I'm biased. I can't help it. I got a lot of love for Spokane Valley City. Uh, it's, it's a great area, very conservative area, generally speaking. And we've got Jessica Yeager versus Rachel Briscoe. Now, Jessica Yeager, I know very well, um, and she is a wonderful woman. Uh, I highly endorse her as a candidate. I think that's the first, is that the first endorsement I've, I've officially given on this? No, Cathcart endorsed as well. Okay, but Jessica Yeager, look, she's going to be a fantastic city councilwoman. Um, I don't know much about Rachel Bis- Briscoe. I know when she first came on the scene, um, a lot of the kind of the more crunchies, the, the uh, con- conservative ladies, they were actually liking her. Um, but she's partnered up with some individuals that I don't trust. And, and uh, then because I know Jessica Yeager, uh, I definitely endorse her. Then we got Al Merkel versus Arnie Woodward or Woodard. Um, Al was running when I was running to retain my seat. Uh, and uh, I got to know him a little bit. Not impressed. Not impressed at all. Um, this is not somebody that I would ever want anywhere near a position of power. That being said, I know Arnie Woodard very well. We served on the city council together and also not impressed. No, not at all. Uh, in fact, Arnie got the city of Spokane Valley into uh, a lot of trouble by the things that he would say. And uh, I'll tell you a little story. Um, I know for a fact that he was, uh, even though he had pledged to work for my for me retaining my seat that he actually worked uh, against us against myself, Mike Munch and Ned Pace. And so I cannot give any recommendation for that one. Valley voters. I I guess if you were going to hold your nose and do the lesser of two evils, probably Arnie, but once again, no recommendation there. Then we go to Rob Chase versus Tim Hattenberg. Look, Rob Chase has been a, uh, guest on this show many times i know rob chase very very well i've known him longer than anybody else in this and rob chase got me involved in politics that's the guy if you if you don't like what i do you can blame rob chase okay he's the one that first recognized me at a constitution party meeting i was the kid a bunch of gray-haired people and then me rob chase identified and he got me uh, basically on that city council. So Rob is a as genuine of a man that you could possibly desire. He is the kind of guy that you want to give this position. He was a wonderful county treasurer. He was a wonderful state representative. And he wants to serve the public. And that's why he's going for this race. So vote for Rob Chase. That is my highest endorsement right there. Rob Chase for sure. All right. Let's move over to the school districts. I told you these school districts uh, school districts are heating up. They're interesting these days. Who would have thought? Like back in the day, school districts, nobody even paid attention to it now. And now all of a sudden, well, it's because you woke up a sleeping giant. Because parents are angry about what you're teaching the, our kids. It's infuriating. And so now we've got a real opportunity, specifically in Central Valley and the Mead School Districts. So here you go, Jeff Brooks. Hey, you saw him on this show. Jeff is a great guy. I've gotten to know him over the past year. 
he is my type of candidate. I love this guy. Vote for him over Cindy McMullen. Also, we've got Stephanie Jordan versus Deborah Long. I, I haven't met, well, actually, I've met Stephanie one time at an event. Uh, talked to her very briefly. But from what I gather, uh, and even in the conversation that we had, this is a woman who does desire to return education back to the parents. What a novel idea. Right? No, no, no. Not these elitist school boards. Not these elitist librarians who can peddle porn. No. The parents get a say in that. And that's somebody that I would support. We also have Anise Barker versus Keith Clark. Uh, Anise has actually been a guest on this show before, um, way back in the day when she was doing something else. Uh, but I know her, and I support her 100%. Anise is the kind of parent that shows that she's willing to get involved. And once again, just like Stephanie, is going to return education back to the parents. I support candidates like this. All right. I got to hurry up. There's so many to get through. Like I told you, I'm not going to get through all of them. Let's move over to the Mead School District. Alan Nolan, once again, you've seen him on this show. I uh, met the guy. I've met him twice and then interviewed him once. And I like him. And he's uh, definitely going to be a better person than this Denny Denholm. Uh, I have a lot of hope both for, uh, for Central Valley and for Mead. It's looking like we're going to have a sweep of all of the good candidates that are there. They're going to be swept into office and the bad candidates are going to be swept out. And I'm excited about this opportunity for North Spokane and the Valley. Oh, Alan, it was a great interview. Really appreciated his, his beliefs and his ideas on what school should actually look like. Moving from there, we got Jennifer Kilman versus Jamie Stacy. Jennifer was also a guest on this show. You got to hear her. Uh, if you missed some of these interviews, go back. Go to churchandstate.media and go back. You can see uh, they're, they're easily named for you. It'll just be like interview with Jennifer Kilman. I liked what this woman had to say. I liked her passion, her heart for the kids. She wants to give back to the community versus this Jamie Stacy, who's taking thousands of dollars from Seattle area people. Oh, yeah, Seattle, you know, that once beautiful emerald city that is completely a failed city now. Yeah, you want Seattle and Spokane or North Spokane specifically? Well, then vote for Jamie Stacy. But if you believe that parents should have the right to educate their kids, to decide what their kids are going to be indoctrinated with, because that's what they're doing over there, well, then you got to vote for Jennifer Kilman. She's the one that's going to support you. And then we have Michael Cannon versus David Nags. Uh, I have not, I've met Michael Cannon. I uh, have not interviewed him, but Michael Cannon is definitely, he's already an existing school board member. And he's been the lone, sane individual out there actually pushing for parental rights. So that's a guy that we want to retain. Keep him in his position. If we do this, we will have the power as conservatives in the Mead School District and also in the Central Valley School District. And guess what's going to happen at that point? Yeah, parents are going to move to those schools. Yeah, District 81, you know, the worst district in all of Spokane. Yeah, nobody's going to want their kids to go there. Because the liberals completely control it. All right. I got I to gotta bring up this guy um, just because I know him and I love him. Uh, Medical Lake School District. Uh, I, I did not in, uh, investigate this a lot, um, but I want to bring up Michael Gary. Michael Gary is a stud. This guy works out like a fiend. I actually got to know him. He, uh, he was a, a firefighter uh, for Spokane City for a little bit. Uh, he's a uh, uh, United States Air Force Survival Evasion Resistance Escape Specialist. That's a SEER school over there. 
And he, uh, him and I have had some great conversations in the past. I haven't connected with him in a long time, but we had some great conversations in the past about conservatism. He's a Ron Paul type of guy. That's the kind of guy that you want over a medical lake school district. So check him out. Mike Gary, him and his wife, both own a gym. They are ripped. They're doing like one arm pushups. They make me look ridiculous. Wait, nobody makes me look ridiculous, especially on my own show. Anyway, oh, where am I now? I gotta get to over to page 70 here. So much information here. Interestingly enough, I don't have a lot of judges here. Oh, District 81. Let's go over to District 81. I've already talked about how abysmal District 81 is, and uh, I, I honestly, it's true. Like, we all know it. I, I don't want to get some angry emails about, oh, wait a minute, I, I live in District 81. It's a great school. Generally speaking, they're not. Okay, generally speaking, they're controlled by this Mike Weiser guy in his school board, and they are passing and promoting some of the most atrocious things that you should not subject your kids to. I've met Erica Lalaka. I'm probably butchering her name. I met her once at a meeting. Um, and I liked what she had to say. She was very strongly opposed to 5599, you know, the bill that allows the government to kidnap your kids and give them abortions and transition them from one gender to another. Yeah, that bill. Yeah, she was very opposed to that. She spoke passionately against that. And that's the type of woman that we need in the District 81 school district. Those are the type of people that will push back against the porn that's being peddled. Look, and um, I'd like to see a change. I'd like to not have to bring John Amanchuku uh, up here so he can yell at the school boards. No, actually, I do want him to come. Um, but don't worry. Even if Erica wins, there's enough of the liberals on District 81 that John will definitely come here and yell at them. So that's, that's my uh, endorsement there. Erica is definitely the better pick. And then I got to say this as well. And I know some of my fans are going to be like, what are you doing going all the way over to here? Yeah, um, I'm going to talk about the Moran Cemetery District. Why would we even care about a cemetery district? I know. But you know what? I love this woman. Sydney Whistle. She is the libertarian chair. I got a bug in here. I'm talking about politics. It makes sense that we'd have a fly in here. But Sydney is the libertarian chair. She's phenomenal. I've met with her a couple of times. Uh, both of us at different events. You know I love the libertarians. I don't agree with the libertarians on everything, but I, I love the fact that this woman is so engaged in the political system and believes in individual liberty. Um, I really hope that she wins. She's running against somebody named Ken Ziegler who didn't even submit any information. But Sydney is the exact type of person that we need and even something as small as a cemetery district. Yeah, what, what are they going to vote on? What, what kind of power do they have? Not a lot. But still, these positions are important. And she's proof of something that I've believed for so long, and it's not unique to me. People need to run for every position. You need to run for dog catcher. You need to run for water districts. You need to run for cemetery districts. These are the type of positions that can be effective, that can actually push back against government overreach. She's living exactly what I preach on this show on a daily basis. 
and that's involvement. There should be, next, next election cycle, there should be a great candidate, somebody that people know, somebody who's not afraid to say, this is what I stand on. This is who I am. Those are the type of people that we need to start getting elected. We need to move away from this compromise mentality. I actually spoke about this to a, a church on Saturday at a, at a sixth legislative district meeting. We've got to stop with this idea, this mindset that it's the compromisers that we appreciate. I know I, I said this on the show when I was interviewing Ken Peters, but I'm going to bring it up again. There's those, those great movies, you know, the action movies. Those are my second favorite. I like dystopian first, but those action movies, there's always three characters, right? There's the good guy, the bad guy, and the compromiser. And the bad guy gets it at the end. The compromiser usually gets it right about in the middle of the movie. You've grown to really hate him or her. And then they die typically a, a really gruesome death, right? And you're all like, yeah. Yeah, they got theirs. That's politics, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the good guy. That's the conservative. you got the bad guy. That's the Democrat. And then there's that compromise, that squishy middle, that rhino that we just can't stand. And yet, we vote for them. Why do we continue to vote for these individuals who simply compromise? Why do we accept that this is the best that we can do? And you know what? You know, I don't really like them either, Caleb, but they're better than the alternative. And next time, next time we'll get a better candidate. Let me hold my breath. Because I've been waiting for that better candidate for a really long time. And you know what? They don't really show up, do they? No, because then the cycle repeats itself. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't really like them either. But once again, they're the best candidate. But next, next time, don't worry. We'll run a good candidate next time. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And yet, apparently in politics, we're insane or we're retarded, right? We're, but the people are retarded. Yeah, exactly. We're retarded over here doing the exact same thing, thinking we're going to get different results. If you really believe in this American experiment, if you love our republic, if when you see the stars and stripes, something stirs in your heart, and when you stand for that national anthem and don't move and put your hand over your heart and a little tear comes out of your eye, and that means that you're invested. But are you engaged? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of people who are only invested but don't engage. They may love this country. They may even love politics. But they're just accepting the status quo. They're just accepting that, hey, yeah, the Democrats are killing this country very quickly. But the uh, Republicans, it's a slow death. I don't care. I want it to survive. I want America to live. Vote.
vote early and spread the message about who the good candidates are. Church and State is sponsored in part by the Constitution Party and Patriot Church. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.